Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 32nd episode of Talk Local Today. I was joined by Brad Wolf. Brad is a designer of everything. Um, and when I say that, I mean he does graphic design, he does interior design, he does videography, he does photography. He also restores old automobiles and motorcycles. Uh, the man can pretty much do anything he puts his mind to. And I was really excited to have him on here because from a distance, uh, I've noticed that he does the layout and cover photos for Here Magazine. Really great stuff there. And then he also does all the labels for Off Square Brewing. Um, so you might have seen his work from that point. Um, he is a very interesting guy. And I was super excited to have him on because you just never know where those conversations lead. And we, and we did end up... Uh, pinning down some things towards the end of it so um the conversation runs about 30 to 40 minutes somewhere inside that round um and i hope you enjoy it uh without further ado here's my conversation with brad wolf first of all thank you for coming in yeah that's that's amazing meeting you at julia's one year anniversary party was truly awesome um you got on my radar about i'd say unknowingly for a long time Okay. I'd cool. say I'd say knowing who was behind the design and what was going on and what like behind it all um, was probably more like a, about I'd say a year ago. Okay. If right that on. makes any sense. No, it does. That that kind of goes in line of when I was kind of going out on my own and getting my stuff out there a little bit more. So yeah. Cool. We were talking a little off air, and um, it's amazing at all this stuff you do. So for the listeners, yeah. you want to let them know just like kind of what kind of rain man you are because it feels like you got your hand in everything. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I, yeah, I, I do do a lot of things. I, anywhere from branding to um, design, compositing and, and Photoshop. Um, I do a lot of 3D work. Uh, main thing that I'm working towards more now is photography. And then I also do some videography. Um, I have my hands in designing bikes, cars, all that kind of stuff as well, just on the side, because it's something I grew up with and I love to do. But uh, yeah, that's one thing Carrie told me from Society and Hunt and Gather to ask you about is your love for motorcycles and automobiles. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, it goes back way back. Um, come from a family of hot rodders and drag racers and all that kind of stuff, and uh, grew up with it. And um, yeah, it's always been a part of me, and I always love it. I always have loved auto design. And my dad and my dad and I, I guess probably after he retired, it was around. 2000 we started building our first car together um and from there we built two others uh, i also have dabbled in um i'm working on a, on a motorcycle right now a bike it's kind of been put in the garage and set back since i went on my own but it, it'll get there and then i've also just built these crazy board tracker looking bikes uh, with little motors and it's fun yeah i just love to do it i'd love to be able to go out and get away from the computer and do something with my hands and make something. So heck yeah, yeah. Um, this might this interview might feel a little introspective because I do like to kind of dig into where where like the inspirations comes, the influences, and sure. it's interesting that that would be something that's a parallel to you because as a creative, I'm like the that's like I'm so far away from that, but that might be human interesting. The only thing I can kind of like I guess parallel it with is I love cutting my grass. Okay, yeah. I love taking care of my yard. Yeah, and only because I can see a finished product almost right away. It's like right. the most instantaneous kind of creative control I can do. Mm-hmm. Is that what you kind of get out of doing that? Is being yeah, able to build a, something a, directly? Yeah, there's a tangible object at the end of it. And it's, I would like to just be able to go out and make it happen in a week, but it usually takes me some time. I'll get into it and I'll be really into a project for a while and then just be like, okay, I'm kind of burnt out and I got to let it sit and I'll come back to it. But it, it definitely is about having... S- something that you've created at the end not just a file that you're sending over but and i can i can get in it i can drive it i can write it and it's a tangible thing that i've put myself into and all my 
uh, creativeness and ideas have come into play when I'm when I'm building something like that or looking into it. So yeah, crazy. I'm sure they're awesome too, because that's one thing that like really blows me away and that for me that I respect from a distance is how much um, focus you put on everything you do. It seems like everything you do has like, there's not a detail missing. And even from like, when I found out that that Here magazine cover of like the Indiana Jones-esque style oh, was yeah. like your front room, it's like, what does this guy not do? It's like, I, I just imagine like you have an immaculate house. Like it's, it's just it's, clean. It's immaculate sometimes. <laughs> depends, on, <laughs> depends on how long the week was. But yeah, for the most part, I like to keep it, I like to keep everything pretty simple and very, you know, put thought into it and just my, whatever surrounds me, it has to feel good and has to feel me for me to like really work in that space. And I'm working out of my uh, apartment now, like it has to feel good or I, I just get set off track. And so everything that I kind of surround myself with has to feel like it's coming from me and has a, has a meaning and a purpose. It's not just, Oh, well that's a cool looking object. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's rare, right? A lot of people can walk into a room and not pay attention to anything on the walls, anything that's been any kind of decor that's around, right? Right. And so to have that kind of focus is interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And so where does that come from? Is that something that, like, you're born with? Is that something you learn at from an early age, just kind of being that kind of, uh, like, focus to details? Um, Or is that something that you kind of grow into? I think I I kind of grew into it more as I got into design um, and a a lot of it came from um, came from college when I really because you know, I'm originally from a really small town, a really small farm town in central Indiana, like 2,000 people. I think I graduated with like 70 people. <laughs> so um, it, in college, I definitely started to get a you know a, a broader range of of what I wanted to do and uh, design in general. Um, not just going to the mall and picking up the latest Tommy Hilfiger shirt, which is pretty much what I did. Like, <laughs> but things have changed now and. Uh, it, it's um, yeah, it, it, that definitely developed from uh, over time and realizing okay, my design is less is more, for the most part. If I can get away with doing the least amount, not of not work, but imagery in a piece, that's what I go for. So and that that definitely developed um, through time and it it started to play out through all my life, not just my design. So that's interesting. Um, and I can only relate to it from a creative side because my style seems to be very quick and mm-hmm. something that I really love just like the more, the merrier. Yeah. I have that mentality of like the, I feel more comfortable with as much more shit around me than anything else. Sure. Um, and so to be simple is like really kind of an outlet of your personality. Um, and it's one that I admire cause I would love to have more of it. Honestly, I, I can't wait to throw more shit on a wall. Um, and so where does that come from in your designs? Cause you got some, you got some busy pieces. I know like some of yeah. the canned stuff that you've done for, uh, off square is that, but is that also a collaboration with that group and that client in particular? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of that comes from collaboration with the client and what they're looking for, you know, from the very beginning, kind of developing a style that'll work best for their brand. Um, off square, we work together, they throw ideas. Sometimes I'll start off with something simple and they'll want to add. So we'll go back, revise and add some more things. It is definitely on a client basis. Um, a lot of times I have clients that seek me out for the really simple stuff. Um, for example, uh, I work with Poco Muse and they want something really simple and clean, but that communicates strong. So, um, it definitely is, yeah, per client and just a collaboration with them to see what they want to go for. There's been pieces that I've done in, in the past that have been crazy, like tons of stuff. When I used to do a lot of 
3D compositing and stuff, I would, I mean, the overall image would have a very simplistic feel, but the amount of stuff in there to make it look simple, it would be, was crazy, you know, like millions of particles, like going around <laughs> everywhere, but my style is kind of definitely like, you know, came down a bit, but yeah. Well, and, and being simple is not easy. It no. sounds simple, right? But right. it actually takes a lot of work to really put things down to its rudimentary phase. And uh, what, do you have any, like, uh, designs in particular? Because, like, here seems to me the magazine cover in particular, I'm not talking about the layout, I think that's the one thing I hear from everybody when it comes to the perspective of it is that it's just so simple. But that comes from a lot of hours of, like, hitting a simple stick with it, right? Yeah, it does. And sometimes, sometimes those ideas will come just right off. And other times, you know, either I will be going back and forth in my head with what it should be, or Julia and I will be going back and forth. And um, then it just usually comes. So it, it's really, it, it depends. Yeah, it's sometimes simple really is hard. And sometimes it's really easy. And it just, it happens. So like with the, the last cover for the anniversary one, it was like, hmm, like what can we, what can symbolize like an anniversary? And I was like, oh, a balloon. We'll just do a white balloon on a backdrop. So that I, like, hung up the balloon against my wall, <laughs> set up my lights, took the photo, took it in, put it in the cover, sent it off the next day. We were good. So it just depends, really. But, That's crazy. What is yeah. your, what's your creative process like? What gets you motivated to get going? <laughs> is that, I don't even know if I have one. Like, it just, <laughs> um, I guess the, the process would be opening the computer and then just going for it. Like, sometimes I'll do... Um, it, sometimes it'll take me a lot of just kind of researching and figuring out like uh, a style that I think will work with the project. Um, if I'm working with a client, maybe send back, send back and forth some images that they like, um, ones that I think will work, and then go from there. Sometimes it'll be like I'll just have to get away from my computer and I'll have to go out like in the garage and do something or um, go down a completely different road from what I need to be doing <laughs> to make that thing happen. So, and it, it usually works. My mind gets freed up and it's all of a sudden like, oh, okay, I've got the idea. I got to go do it now. So that's kind of the process for me. It's really all over. It's really kind of all over the board. Maybe it should be, you know. More defined. More defined. No, but, but that would take away from the art of it, right? The, yeah. the truth of it. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's one thing that I'm sure you probably uh, gravitate towards too is the authenticity of anything you do. Absolutely, yeah. Right, and so yeah. you want it, you want to be able to like. We, there's a certain sense of pride of anything art design that you're throwing out there, whether it's photography, videography, or graphic design, that you want to say this is mine. Yeah, definitely, and and but at the same time, you know, it's mine, but it's not. Maybe I come through it, but it's not me. Like I don't, I don't really try to define myself as a photographer or a designer or whatever. I'm just me, and this is my work. Like my work isn't me, if that makes sense. It's what I do. But um, that's, yeah, that's really what, it's really how I, I approach it. And yes, I definitely want a piece that I put out to look great and to, to do my best on it because, you know, it's what I do. But yeah. That's crazy. You, you said, mentioned a little bit off camera that you started shooting for four years ago? Uh, no, actually, I mean, I started... Or you a, got a camera four years ago. My own camera that I, I hadn't had one for for several years. So, I mean, I actually started photographing about 20 years ago. No kidding. Yeah. And I was in DC for, um, 10 years and did a lot of commercial work there, uh, as well as having a design job on top of that. So, and then, um, I left, uh, DC 
moved down to Dallas, Texas to work at a small little studio with a friend down there that was, it's pretty much all design and motion graphics. Um, didn't have any camera gear at the time, didn't really need it, didn't really think I was gonna do photography again. I was just kind of jaded by the whole thing for whatever reason. And um, down, Dallas is, I mean, eh, it's Dallas, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. it was, I'm glad I did it. Experiences that I had, the clients that I got to work with were amazing. Dream clients that I never thought I would work with. Um, global campaigns for Nike, um, Malibu boats, Chick-fil-A, really cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah, but I didn't like it down there, and it was just, I wanted to be back in Indiana. So basically came back here, started working at a, another design studio that I will not mention. <laughs> um, went well for a while, and then it was just time to go out on my own. So um, I knew I was going to go out on my own. I bought a camera because I knew that, okay, uh, I, I want to get back into photography. I'm more, I, I'm done being behind the computer so much. I have a camera, I'm out, I'm meeting people, and I'm still doing what I love. So, yeah, from there I, I got a camera and went out on my own, and I've been doing that for the past, I guess, a little over a year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so back into the region. But, yeah, <laughs> I actually haven't, hadn't lived in the region so this, before. So what brought you to the region? Was it the, the, the job? Yeah, the job. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, I had been up here visiting friends and stuff before over the years and always liked it up here. Uh, because I knew that I did have the city at my access, um, Chicago, and uh, just the feel of everything here. There's a lot of creative energy, a lot of people doing really cool stuff, and I, I wanted to be a part of it, and that's why after I went on my own, I didn't go anywhere. I'm still two hours from my family if I want to go hang out with them, and you know we do a lot of stuff in the summer, you know, car shows and stuff together, so it's good to be back around where I can be around them, and but still be plugged into a community where... There's a lot of creative energy. There is. It was the one thing I was really surprised by when I was working at Lakeshore was, um, and by the way, that was a very similar situation. I can't, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but this is mine, mm -hmm. was that when I was there, I felt like I was having all these creative ideas. I really wanted to push them through, and it just felt like they, I, I was being told no around every corner. Sure. And it was a repression to that that really built a lot of the thoughts, um, and maybe it might be a little romantic, but I felt like I could just do a better job on my own. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I knew my instincts were taking me to this place, whether it's right or wrong. Um, yeah. But I wanted to see that through. And thank God my wife was understanding because there would yeah. be a whole other thing. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, but when it comes to the creative side that you just talked about there, um, was there a base of repression there that kind of allowed you to kind of say, let's go and run and take this to the next level? It was I don't know if I would call it repression or just like the big thing for me is I wanted to work with people that love what they did and are good at what they do. So partner with those kind of people. And whether it be a smaller company or, you know, a larger company that it could be anything from people that, you know, quote unquote, the term that flies around is makers, like people that are just making stuff. Or, and that could be, making could be anything from a website to rings or jewelry, you know? Oh yeah. And so that, that for me was important to have that in my work because when I connect with those people, it comes out so much more than me doing a billboard or a flyer for a car company or for, you know, like a car lot. Like, right, right. So, right. and that, that was important to me. And that's the kind of clientele that I wanted to seek out. And I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough that that's the clients that I'm getting. And so, therefore, it comes out in my work so much more. They're getting an awesome project because there's a partnership there that's not just like, a corporate thing or a commercial thing. There's like, okay, we're, we're understanding each other here. We're on a personal level. That's really cool. And I believe in what you do and you believe in what I do. So let's do it. And the passion comes out right away. 
Yeah. You know right away when someone's passionate about something. Yeah. Um, how often do you try to maintain that kind of consistency of talking to them? Because there is something powerful about that inspiration and influence in your life. Yeah. It, it, you know, obviously all the relationships are different, you know, but there are some that are like really like really connected and really, and we can talk a couple times a week, you know, and it doesn't have to just be about, it's more on a personal level. It doesn't have to just be about what, what the next project is. Um, and I think that helps when it comes time for a project to go, uh, go above and beyond and to deal with situations that may arise in a, in a better and I, I feel healthier way. Um, because there's an understanding there and you get a better project at the end product at the end. There's no, the tension level can come down and walls come down and you can work like you can do what you both love to do. Um, I mean, for example, I just this weekend, um, partnered up with Sarah at no kitchen sink. I don't know if you know her jewelry or not, No. really cool stuff. Um, she's an up and coming designer. I love what she does. And she asked maybe, well, could, could I maybe, maybe borrow some photo equipment? And I was like, well, why don't we just do it together? Like, I love what you do. Let's just get together and do something cool over the weekend. So she had a friend come in from Boston to model. We did several shoots or several shots for her that she's going to be releasing her line like at the end of this week, her new line. And that's, that's the kind of stuff for me that's like, cool, that's, that's what I want to do. That's the kind of people I want to work with. Even like there was no budget. Like I didn't care. Like let's just do something cool. Yeah, yeah. So, and we, we take a very similar approach because I'd rather work than not work. Yeah. And if the money's there, it's great. But we talked a little bit about that too. The depreciation of equipment's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we do a lot of those event stuff. And I would love to like bring on more people to collaborate with that stuff with. It's just, it's hard because I feel obligated to have to pay everybody. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'd be way more fun if it was like, yeah, let's just do this one for fun um, and let's see what happens with it and just see what kind of creative baby we can create yeah. via video. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. Do you find a lot of those collaborators out here? Yeah, I, I do. And, you know, there, a lot of them are, just like you said, they, they want to be able to pay. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, look, you're, you're starting. You know, I've been doing this for a while. I know I can help you and I like what you're doing. So let's just, let's, let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's, let's make something cool. Like that's, I love doing that. And there's, there's been several cases, you know, like that. And let's, I'll work with your budget, but if you're Nike, I'm not going to work with your budget. You can work with my you know, budget. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely find that there's, there's those opportunities out there. Cool. You mentioned earlier a little bit about the inspiration of other people in the community and just kind of being able to kind of plug into the really cool things. Uh, is it okay if you kind of talk about some of those cool things that you see in the people that are really, are they really you kind of admire? Yeah, absolutely. There are, I mean, there are so many really, um, seeing people like, like I just mentioned, like Sarah of No Kitchen Sink doing awesome stuff. Um, obviously Carrie of Society and Hunt and Gather, huge inspiration. Same here. I could talk to her every day and this would be a completely different business if I talked to her every oh, single absolutely. day. absolutely, yeah. She's, I mean, she's so inspirational for me. Yeah, and she was the one that was like, get yourself a damn camera and go do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then, so uh, yeah, I ordered it and I like, hey, look, I ordered this camera. Here's the invoice. She's like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but, and then, you know, even, even the guys that like off square, like leaving what they did and pursuing something that they're passionate about and they're killing it. So it's uh, Adam at Designer Desserts. Like the guy is one big walking idea. Like he just... He has so many ideas, and it's really inspirational to see how he, he does that. He'll, 
like go to like a hardware store and see some paint swatches and all of a sudden he has a cake that's insane, like comes back. And so there's all kinds of those people, yeah, definitely around that are, are inspiring to me for sure. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, and it's, uh, that's the one thing that's a blessing of like being in the media side of it is just how many of those people. And it's amazing. It takes all walks of life, all shapes and sizes. There's no like yeah. specific size. It's not a white male. You right. know, it's not yeah. like that. It's no. just in the art community, it's so um, opening. Yeah. welcoming to everyone. Mm -hmm. You find that? Yeah, I definitely do. I definitely do. And it's that environment here is way different than anything I've experienced anywhere else. So Really? Um, yeah. I mean, D.C., there were definitely, it's obviously, it's, it's a big town. I got so sick of politics. Like, I don't even like politics, and I disliked them even more after I left there. But um, there were definitely a, definitely a uh, creative culture there, for sure, that I was plugged into. But it was, it was different than it is here. It's more, it feels more genuine, I guess I would say here. Um, and then in Dallas, it's just like, it seems so fake, like everything. Really? But, sorry, Dallas. But um, <laughs> Well, it's funny because you mentioned Dallas like that because I felt the same way. Yeah. It's a different world. Yeah, totally is. And it, you need some time to kind of incorporate yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah, I gave it like two years and then I was like, yeah, hmm, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, so maybe I should have gave it some more time. I don't know. But uh, I, no, I did meet some really cool people there. Like, uh, also was a big inspiration was... Um, a guy named Hatzil, like he's a graffiti artist. He worked at like GameStop and just kind of did graffiti pieces here and there. And all of a sudden, like he just blew up. He was doing like huge wall murals for, like I think he did one for ABC for an upcoming show and started showing in galleries and like really cool, like really cool guy and just cool down to earth dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, oh, I was thinking of someone else that was, yeah, I'll, if I think of it, I'll, I'll say it, but yeah. Cool. Is there anything from a design side that you'd like to work on? Um, yeah. Not that, I mean, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I love... Just one project at a time? Yeah, just one project at a time. And I love to be working with someone that's, that's just starting up, has a really great idea, and then developing the brand from the bottom up. So that would be, that would be I would say... One thing that I'm looking forward to, because I know it will come down the road, is um, a startup company that's doing really cool stuff. Okay, let me help you develop your brand completely. Like, let's get your logo. Let's get what your look is going to be. Um, let's do your photos. Let's make it all work together as one. So uh, a lot of the projects I come in on are, you know, start from already having some things done. And it's kind of like polishing a turd. Like, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you got to take it all what they kind of have. It may be disorganized a lot of times, or it may not be. But there's ways that it can all come together and work together as one, um, and which is what I, I do a lot of now. Like, okay, let's take your ideas and let's let's see how we can make them relevant to today and make them work really well for you. Crazy, and that is not an easy thing to do. No, it's because not. every day is moving so fast, and it's the last thing a lot of business owners are thinking of. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you've got 15 different brands going on. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I can relate to it. I'm empathetic to their situation. Oh, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure you are, too. I'm not saying you're not. Um, it's just it's interesting to kind of see that. And then um, working with a small business budget as well, which Absolutely. is a different game, too. Yeah. And so you're looking for that kind of like um, that, that perfect fit of someone you just really, truly want to help out and figure out how to monetize it later. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, to go back um, on inspiration, I just I just thought of another couple guys. There's couple guys in Valpo that are um, that are probably I would say early 30s uh, 
car guys. I'd met them before, um, and they had a, a little shop right beside Dagger Mountain in Valpo where they would work on projects. Um, You've had them on. Yeah. They've okay. been on the podcast. For, for, from Driver's Gallery? Oh, yeah. Okay, awesome, yeah. Good guys. Like, John awesome. and Richie? Yep. Yeah, really yep. cool. Really great guys, um, and they've done some really cool stuff and are doing some really cool stuff. So to see that come in the community, I was like, okay. That's legit. They get, these guys get it. And so, yeah. Yeah, and for people listening, it's like, well, it's designer cars and stuff, right? They put a lot of art into the car, but they also have, like, art galleries in there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're really a, a progressive when it comes to just ingri- integrating the culture. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's all it's a lifestyle for them. It's so it's very similar to what I was saying before. Like, they surround themselves with everything that they like and that they um, want to wanna be want to have and want to show in what they do. So their space reflects them and it reflects the cars that they build and the friends that they have and the things that they do, which is, I think, you know, it, it is a whole lifestyle and it's really cool to see that, that develop so quickly. Yeah, and, and they're blowing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like over three months, I think they've got like f- over f- like north of 5,000 IG followers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem to be doing an amazing job of just getting into the public too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, for me, it's... Uh, like I'm more of on the hot rod side. They're more of into the Euro cars and imports, but I pulled up to the last cars and coffee in my 33 Ford in the like front row. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll park right here. That's no problem. But, um, so yeah, but that's, uh, that's also very inspiring to see. And it was really cool guys. So yeah. And Velpo is such an interesting place because there seems to be, um, more of a physical explosion of creativity. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, mm-hmm. um, the Crown Point market is really kind of still a little antiquated from, like, an out- outdoor exteriors, um, from even interiors. I think, like, Tavern on Main is one that's doing a really good job. Provecho, I love what Sawdust did over there. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of that going on. But Velpo seems to be more consistent from between Ricochet. I mean, pretty much throw a rock and you're going to hit three different places. Yeah. How do you do you find that city, that city in particular inspirational? Oh, definitely, yeah. And that's why I've stayed there. Even being, I guess I'm going on being there for three years now, seeing the progress that's made since I first moved here, it's like, whoa, this place is it's coming alive. So it's very inspirational to see all the different people doing so many different cool things and making their ideas happen. Like, it's cool. It's really cool. Do you, do you have any um, sports teams jerseys that you really like because <laughs> of the simplicity of it? Oh, I'm not a big sports guy. Oh, so really? Yeah. yeah. No, none no. then. Um, I mean, I would have to go back to, you know, like 94 Chicago Bulls with the big 23 on it. Like, <laughs> I, was, I was a huge Jordan fan. Um, so much so that my mom would take me out of school on release days of the Jordans. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe a closet sneakerhead, but uh, not, not too much into the sports. Gotcha. But, yeah. What do you love about sneakers? You a big Tinker fan from Nike? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that, he's amazing. His designs are incredible. And yeah. he, you don't realize the I love context. And maybe that's the like the the my background in me a little bit, uh, just by learning the story. Uh-huh. But like the fact that he saved the Jordan franchise from going anywhere else. Yeah. Is incredible. And uh he was the one who's behind the Back to the Future shoe. Uh-huh. So uh it another place where you can't imagine where inspiration comes from. Yeah. Uh so you you got a lot of sneakers? I, I I'm, I've went down more of the boot road lately in the past three okay. or four years, but okay. yeah, I definitely have. I definitely have quite a few sneakers. Um, I think I still have my. Uh, what would they be? Man, now I don't even sound like a sneakerhead because I can't even remember what they I are. Know. Well, I you... think it's probably the tens that were the Jordan patent leather. Uh huh. So I have all three of those originals. 
No way. Yeah, from I guess it would be like 95 or 96. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I still have all three colorways of those. Um, no way. Yeah. <laughs> the white ones have, have colored. They're, they're, they're not quite white anymore, but I guess I'll, I'll use them and throw them up on eBay if I ever need to. But <laughs> I bought these newest Kyries here, and it's impossible to keep, them, keep white shoes clean. Yeah, it is. No matter what you do. It doesn't matter. Do you have any uh, advice for doing that? Keeping white shoes clean? Yeah, is there like any kind of like, like powder or anything that you figured out? No, man, you just got to not step in puddles. Just not Watch wear out them. for the gum and like... <laughs> just <don't> yeah. wear them. <laughs> right. Is there, what are some things that people don't know about you, like, uh, like that you have interest in? Oh, man. Let me think. Oh, yeah, I'll sound like a total dork, and I don't even care. RC, <laughs> RC cars. Like, I love RC cars. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it still goes back to my dad and I. Like, we did it when we were young, and... I'll totally geek out on like making an RC car go like 70 miles an hour and look like, you know, a 14 year old out there. Like, I don't care, like whatever. But uh, that's sort of probably something that people don't know. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that does translate to the motorcycles and car it stuff. Does. It does. Yeah. It translates into going fast and like, yeah. I, I would grow up around people with that stuff. And it was like, when, they, when you're into that, you're into it. Yeah. Oh, There's absolutely. no half-assing that. Uh-uh. No. And yeah, it's definitely, I think... Uh, it kind of came back into my life probably hmm, six or seven years ago, and then I can't, just got back into it. And but now, I mean, it's it's insane what they do with them. But um, it's fun. It's fun to just go rip around a parking lot or, you know, throw it off something really high and break it and go fix it again. So, <laughs> you have a drone then? I, feel I like do, that would, like I do not of, have a drone. No, huh? However, um, I've recently bought a transmitter that I've been uh, working on uh, on a simulator to like racing drones. So that's, and like FPV flying, like I saw some videos of that and I was like, oh my gosh, mind blown, like the stuff that they're doing with it. But then I started getting on the simulator and I'm like, oh, this is going to, this is going to take a bit. But, um, so yeah, I'm definitely getting into that world a little bit, but it'd be more like on the, the racing drone slash FPV freestyle stuff where you've got the dorky headset on and you can look everywhere where you're flying. That seems pretty cool. Heck but yeah. it's going to take some time. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was really surprised at how easy it was to fly a drone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it took me like three times to really kind of get a feel for it because it's a little bit of an inverted controller. But other yeah. than that, it was solid. Yeah, I think, and I haven't actually flown like you know like a a normal like a DJI or anything like that. Um, so I'll, I think I'm just gonna throw myself into it. Like that's put the, down move. the cash and making <laughs> make one that's fast, and I'll break it probably within the first five <laughs> minutes. So whatever. Well, we can go. We can leave here and we can fly it. Okay. We have one. Yeah. We can see Sweet. how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any projects you're working on that you're really excited about? Uh, let me think here. Um, well, we have the, I'm getting ready to work on the next uh, issue of here. So that'll come out at the end of the month. That'll be going to print. Um, and uh, another, another video project with uh, Gross Bauer Group that's coming up at the end of the month. That'll be a cool one. For, um, they're outsourcing me to do that. But yeah, I think that's, those are the things that are on my radar right now. And then we'll see what comes down the road. Awesome. But, yeah. How much video do you do at this point? I've done maybe three or four projects. Really? Yeah, and it's a lot of it is more kind of uh, from an art standpoint. No, not really too many talking heads or anything like that. Just kind of maybe run and gun or tripod B-roll type stuff to tell a story, that kind of thing. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's one of my favorite creative outlets. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get, but like I feel like I'm starting to recreate the same thing all the time. So now I'm starting to get bored with it. Sure. So I'm doing a lot of experimentation with no sound. Okay, I like it. <laughs> Seeing like the kind of catching the ambient sounds of the the the, play, the spaces we're in, yeah. and using that to cut to, and it's pretty complicated for me. 
Yeah, it could be. I could see that for sure. But that's cool. That's a cool approach. I like it. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, is there anything you'd like to kind of lead uh, leave the listeners with? No, just um, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. It's been really cool, really inspiring, just to be here again or to be here. Awesome. And um, yeah, uh, hit me up on Instagram. I don't really post there too much because I'm kind of busy. I should probably work on my own social media presence. <laughs> but it's at Brad M Wolf. Uh, it's private because that's how I am. I'll accept you maybe. Um, and then. Um, yeah, Facebook, I'm not really on there. Check out my website, companyofwolves.us. It needs to be updated, but there's some cool stuff. Check it out. Cool. If people don't know, um, I'll make sure the stuff that we haven't talked about this before, but you, you've been doing a lot of the labels for the for the off-square cans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really cool. You do the, you do, I know the, the, the front cover of here, but you do the layout as well, right? Layout and uh, also photography for different stories in it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then what else do you, would, would people know, know your work from that you'd want to talk about? Um, do a lot of stuff for, des- for designer desserts, do a lot of um, stuff for Poco Muse, uh, recently partnered with Martin Bender, so the new really cool billboards that John Scott of Martin Bender has put up. Um, the photos of the jewelry, that's all, that's been me. Uh, we have a really good continuing relationship. Um, yeah, probably the biggest thing would be here in this community. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, if you can't find him online, he'll be at Driver's Gallery all the time. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely be hitting them up more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Again, like I told you, I admired your work from a distance, and so it's great to kind of put... Uh, when, it was, when I got, finally got a chance to meet you, it was really awesome. Thanks, man. You and too. And you definitely got your own style, and I can really appreciate that too. So. Awesome. Thank um, you. This is, you're catching me on a day where my, I, don't, I didn't do laundry in three weeks. Otherwise, I would have tried to step my game up. Well, 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 luckily, I just went and visited my friend Todd at Tendon, bought myself a really nice shirt and pair of jeans, so I didn't have to do laundry. But yeah. <laughs> just keep buying stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so people who, are, who are out there, just keep giving us money, and then I'll be able to kind of upgrade my style for there, us. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on, man. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.